right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. And Casey, how are we this evening? Uh, doing good. Doing good. How are you? I am doing well, unwinding from unseasonably warm weekend yeah. here in uh, in Wisconsin. I think it was that way most of the country. Uh, but it was good. It was November, had shorts on. People oh. cutting grass and stuff. I'm not. I cut my grass. I was, I'm not touching it until next spring. But other people were doing it. Um, yeah, it's a good weekend. I think I got one more cut left in me before uh, before the winter. It wasn't ready yet. You know, it takes a little longer. Uh, I did not break out the shorts. Those are still those are still put away. But you know, the negative part, Muller, is we were forced to go outside mm. during a football weekend. This True. normally we can hide behind cold weather. Uh, possibly snow. I think this time last year we had three inches of snow. I think it was Thursday that we got three inches of snow last year. Uh, this year it was like in the 70s. So um, <clears throat> quite quite the difference a year can make. Um, but a enjoyable weekend, although it did take us away from our TVs. True. I did notice that. Um, yeah, I did notice that. And we can kind of dive into that, with, especially in the college realm, without, uh, uh, I guess, the... The early slated games, or the mid, I said the midday slated games, kind of find myself uh, wandering away from that uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, a weird college football weekend. I think just nothing was really that close until the night game that was uh, very close. Um, but the, the, I think the two, the game that I was most looking forward to was Florida-Georgia, uh, and that turned out to not even be a contest, which I think you might, you might be alluding to by your, your wandering away. Yeah. Um, I just this game could not have gone any differently than I had expected uh, because I expected uh, Georgia's defense to stop the highly vaunted Florida offense, but it went completely the other way. Uh, Florida's offense continued to roll. Trask looked amazing, and Georgia looked unable to keep up, and they weren't. And Florida essentially blew them out, and I was very surprised. Yeah, surprising game. I believe I called this, Casey. Yeah, I think so. I believe I, I, believe I called this. Um, I think I was shaking my head as you were calling it. <laughs> I still feel like I feel a little affinity towards Georgia because when we became fake Georgia fans. Yeah, no, I do too. It wasn't going to happen. Right, I do too. But but being being as they were the team that yeah. we that we adopted because they were most like Wisconsin, this was the Wisconsin thing to do. It's very Come in, rolling. Here's a big game. Let's drop it in horrible fashion. Yeah. Uh, I think you got to start asking the Kirby Smart, can he win a big game question. I, I think <laughs> oh, that are we there? Question, they recruit so well, so I don't know that we'll talk about coaches' positions in a little bit here, but uh, <laughs> I don't know that – I'm not saying you should, you should fire him, but I think the questions need to start being raised. Um They've just lost a lot of big games, and it feels like they haven't won many. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. feels very Wisconsin-y there. <laughs> uh, Florida looks like they might just go on a roll and make the college football playoffs now. They'll obviously have to play – well, they'll more than likely have to play Alabama in the championship game, but their remaining schedule is pretty easy. Um, if they dispatch of Georgia this easy, I expect them to win the rest of their games. Uh, so that will be a really interesting matchup, I think, in the SEC title game, if I can already look ahead to that. Um, with how good this Florida team, at least their offense, was. But the marquee game, Marlo, and yeah. I think at least the most 
close. <laughs> I was going to say most interesting. I don't. I, yeah, we could talk about most interesting, but we'll continue down this. Yeah, the most anticipated. Yeah, uh, Notre Dame beats Clemson in double overtime. Um, obviously, Clemson without Trevor Lawrence, Notre Dame had Notre Dame had to come back to win. Right now, I feel like I'm misremembering this. Uh, um, Clemson had to come back to win. Clemson had to come back. Okay, I missed your. I did. Oh, I might have been thinking of it overtime because Clemson scored in the first overtime. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Notre Dame comes back, wins as a f- fourth ranked team, defeats the number one ranked team. Uh, the de- the odds on favorites to win the championship, e- even without Trevor Lawrence. I still was surprised that Notre Dame was able to pull this off, and I think that they really. This is a game I think a Notre Dame teams of the past get out bullied right in the in the trenches in or out you know they don't win the battles they need to they don't and in this game they did does that make sense like yeah it wasn't just that Trevor Lawrence was out although that's obviously a huge part but normally when Notre Dame gets in these big games they get matched up against uh, the other you know top three teams they get in the playoffs or whatever. They just get outclassed and they just get outmanned. And in this, it looked like they had, you know, the size, the strength, and the athleticism to hang with a Clemson, even without Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I'm still not buying Notre Dame though. Okay. Those two, uh, I understand what you're saying. I, I, before we, before I dive into, but Notre Dame had like two f- weird, very weird, like defensive touchdowns. One was a defensive touchdown, the other was a turnover deep in the territory. Yep, that's fair. Um, which I I think w- at least one or two does not happen if Trevor Lawrence is there, right? Um, and but to your point, I'm I'm still wondering like, well, Trevor's out, but like I thought Clemson's defense was better uh, yeah. than than what they've been putting out. So yeah, no, I mean it's one you know it's one guy, and like I said, like can we talk about Big Cinco? Who like <laughs> not only Big Cinco, Big Cinco's dad only because I don't know how to pronounce their last name. Yeah, uh, gotcha. got a lot. Took of me a second time. to know who Big Cinco was, but now, no, yeah, a yeah. lot, a lot of dad uh, on the camera. A lot, of, yeah, dad on the camera. Bad camera time. This kid is. I think it was, we list him at like six four two fifty something. Yeah, um, but a lot of talk about that. Pretty good, you know. And I thought it was over when they came back and they hit the, they hit that first play from the overtime. Um, yep. To win, I was like, well, this is it. This is how Clemson does it. So I believe if they went out they'll meet again i think that's how it works in the championship yeah they alluded to it being in the uh ecc championship game so um notre dame must be obviously on the other side of 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 the conference yeah so yeah good good for you notre dame you guys get to say you're back although after your little celebration we'll see what happens um (laughs) might become a hot spot (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean the. You know, if you don't send it out right away, you're going to be the fifteenth person to make the the comment, right? So Twitter was just basically everybody making that same comment for about fifteen minutes. So that was yeah, that that was fine. It, you know, I like the argument. That was fine. Whatever, <laughs> making it worse. Who cares? Hot spot. Whatever. Uh, <clears throat> as a number four seed, should you rush the field? When you beat a number one scene, um, I was wondering. I was wondering who's gonna be the first like team to rush a field this season, especially. Yeah. Um, should you? Yeah, if you're. No, it's like one of those things that you Notre Dame. Do you rush the field? 
Yeah. Uh, I remember that argument going around. I don't know. I'm a rush field guy. I think yeah. you beat a number one, especially now. Like, what else are you gonna do? It's like <laughs> it's, it's yeah, COVID. Is- what else can I do? We could rush the field. Okay, let's do it. Uh, so I could get that. I think as a, I'm trying to think of like a 20 year old self, go for it. As the old man just in the in you know old man in the other room, yeah, I'm thinking like oh, you're supposed you're Notre Dame and you're number four. Why are you rushing the field? I think if this game ends and Notre Dame wins by ten, mm-hmm. right, and it nobody rushes the field, but the way in which they won, they come back, they get to overtime, they force overtime, then they force the second overtime, and then they win in the second overtime. Just the the dramatics of that, yeah. I think I could easily see myself getting caught up in that now, let alone as a twenty-year-old. Um, but I think if you're up, you know, big, and the fourth quarter is just kind of winding down, you can talk yourself into like, oh, maybe this isn't the best time, and you have time to think about that. But in the moment, yeah, you know, I don't really, I don't really blame, yeah. blame the kids. And how do they not stop? I mean, obviously, like this is not a full student section. How do they not stop like a like a qu- like a quarter of a student section? Right. What are you gonna do? I mean, you're gonna stay. No, I, that's what I'm saying. But they like, they no, found no. ways. They find ways to do it when it's full. You know, like I don't know if you ever seen, if you ever wa- like sat and watched when they bring out this. Maybe they didn't bring out the security guys. I didn't watch. Maybe that's yeah. what it, they just didn't expect that to happen. So they didn't have the security guys. But in normal times, they have like if they know it's like that of that moment. There are moments that are just like you're not gonna stop anybody. And then to your point, there's they of that moment. If it was like winding down, they're up by ten. You start seeing the security guards kind of like. Yeah, get it out there. Get it, get it out there. So students start sneaking out the back. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. All right. Well, now we have to live in a world where Notre Dame is going to be a top two team, probably. Yeah. So we're there. Yeah. Sucks. There. Um, all right. Elsewhere, big happenings in the Big Ten. Marla. Let's switch our focus to the Big Ten, and I think most of the results are going to be captured in this game I came up with. Well, I didn't come up with it, but I'm altering a game. Okay. Uh, this... That we played in our middle school days. Oh, Not like boy. me and you played, but I'm sure you did because this is what middle schoolers, I think middle schoolers do. Uh, it's a variation of that. So it is, okay, how did I do this? Hold on. <laughs> it's extend, keep, or fire. Oh, boy. So it's, it's the version of, you know, you know when you're, you marry somebody, you F somebody, and then <laughs> yes. you kill the other person. All right, yeah. you got three of them, right? In the Big Ten, there are three okay. big, I guess, big results this week, or, or I guess three teams vastly underperforming. So okay. Michigan, wait, Penn, Penn State losing to Maryland, getting trounced by Maryland. All right, so James Franklin is the first one. Uh, who did Michigan lose to? Uh, who did Michigan lose? Some. Oh, no. Was it Maryland? I had this all planned out in my head, and now I got nervous as I was was explaining it. Is it Maryland? Michigan lost to Indiana. Oh, Indiana, Indiana. Okay, so Jim Harbaugh's the other one. So you got James Franklin, James Harbaugh. And the third one, one, I'm going to go with Scott Frost. Because Nebraska is also winless, uh, and they lost to Northwestern. Okay. They shouldn't have. So it's extend, so, keep, fire. So you have to extend one of them today. You have to extend somebody. You have to keep, like write out their contract. So keep yeah. is like write out the contract. Yeah. And then you have to fire somebody. Okay. Today. All right. Gotcha. All right. I gotta write this down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we got Harbaugh. Trying to keep it a secret. Harbaugh. Uh, Harbaugh. James Franklin at Penn State. And Frost. I think Frost works the best. 
All right. In this. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. This is tough. All right. I'll go. I guess I'll go. You can't have the game. I'm sure you've been thinking about it all all weekend. I have, but I try not to think too much about it, to be fair to you, because I know I was going to surprise it on you (laughs) on the podcast. So I didn't, I didn't, I was going to research stuff and have it ready, but I said, you know, forget it. I'll just, I'll just go with how I think things are. If you have to, if you have to, yeah, you got to, you would, this would never. (laughs) You have to extend Franklin. Okay, extend Franklin. uh, for just for I mean. He's had this is you know a bad start only three season. His other seasons he's come you know you, we knew where he, the program he took it from. Yeah, he's been pretty good up to that point. There's been a couple. He's won some big games. That was he won a Big Ten championship. Um, has beat Ohio State. Just hasn't kind of gone that next next level. So one down year. If you have to do someone, it's extend him. You got to keep Harbaugh. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is a tough sell. I understand that. Tough sell. Not very good season. But if I think it just goes to show you that you got to fire Frost. <laughs> He's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Everything, nothing is going Nebraska. No, nothing you've seen from Frost is like, I think I was most scared of Frost when they hired him. I guess it's his third season now. I feel like he's been there forever. Yeah. But I think this is the third season. This is the third season. So I was, I was, I was, I was scared. I, coming off the national title that he won with UCF, <laughs> and I was like, well, if he could do that there, like, well, what's he gonna do with the athletes? He can get in the Big Ten. Yeah. And it's not like the cupboard was bare, bare when he got there, but like, At least I don't know, happens. recruiting wise, was he done? Yeah. Not much. Like on the field, was he done? Not a damn thing. Uh, so you know, where is he gonna go? At least Harbaugh. You know, you know he is where he is, right? Like yeah. you're gonna be decent, maybe pretty good at best. You're not gonna be in Ohio State, and that's what you're gonna get. You're still gonna be relevant for the first half of the season, unless you mess some other game up. So you might as well keep that. Yeah, you might sneak into a, a New Year's Six Bowl or something if yeah. you have a good outside Ohio State. All right, good. I was worried we were gonna completely agree. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, well, this is going to be a stupid game <laughs> if we just agree. Uh, I agree, though, with the first one to extend Franklin. He's won things. He run, he's won. I don't know if he's won Big Tens, but he's won the Rose Bowl. That feels like something. Uh, and it seems like uh, despite how terrible this year has been, um, that Indiana game kind of fluky. Uh, getting crushed by Maryland looks really, really bad. But losing <laughs> to Ohio State, you kind of expect you lose a fluky game, a fluky ending. <clears throat> to what looks now like a good Indiana team. You can yeah. beat by Ohio State. That's probably going to happen most years. Um, although I say that, and then I'm going to use that elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> and take the other side of it. Um, and then you get blown out by this Maryland team, which I think we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, I think you extend Franklin. I think he's got the track record to, to earn that. I'm going to keep Frost because... I still want to see. It's only the third year. I still want to see main, but more so, I think Frost has the best chance of anybody of actually making Nebraska good again. I don't, if they go away from Frost, so this is not necessarily a reflection of Frost per se. It's more so of what the heck does Nebraska do if they fire Frost? Because I don't see anybody out there who can come in and do Nebraska football better than Scott Frost can. Not that he's doing great. So I'm not extending them. I'm going to keep right. them. 
and see if he can actually figure it out. They said black shirts of defense way too much in that <laughs> Northwestern Nebraska game for a defense that is not good at all. So what are they going to stop that? What are they going to stop talking about black shirts? It hasn't been, there hasn't been black shirts there since the freaking 90s. It's over. It's yeah. done. Give it 20. I mean, they, I guess they held Northwestern to 21 points, but anytime they had a sack, anytime they had a big hit, it was black shirts, <laughs> black shirts defense. Uh, my other, uh, oh, I had a commentator moment of the week. It was um, in the Maryland Penn State game, if I can find it. Oh, I don't have the stat, but uh, one of the Maryland wide receivers had like five catches for 144 two touchdowns, and Matt Millen goes, he's having a pretty good game. <laughs> oh, God. You think, you think, Matt. Thanks for adding adding to that. <laughs> so I'm keeping Frost, and that means I'm firing Harbaugh. Uh, and I think for it's po- kind of the same reason you're keeping him. You know what he is, right? You know you're going to be a top 25 team. You know you're going to lose to Ohio State. And on a good year, you're going to get into a, to- uh, uh, a New Year's Six-ish bowl. And then you're going to have years like this, like – I ex- I guess it's my more my expectations. Right? I expect more out of Michigan, and Harbaugh just seems like he's not able to take it up to that fifth gear. He's stuck in fourth gear. He can't take it up to the fifth gear. I think Michigan could go out and get somebody. Harbaugh should be like on paper. He's a great fit for Michigan, right? He's a Michigan man. <clears throat> he's you know had his success at Stanford and in San Francisco. He should be taking it up to that fifth gear. I think he's proven he hasn't, and I don't see how he does from here on out. Therefore, I'm firing Harbaugh. I don't have an answer, per se, for what Michigan should do, but I think that you could get a much higher qualified candidate at Michigan to take them to that level that I'm expecting Michigan to be at than you could at Nebraska for what at least their fans expect of that Nebraska team to be. So I thought that was pretty fun. (laughs) All right. That was was tough. That was tough. I don't want to do – I mean – I honestly don't want to do any of those things for the. So I guess yeah, I keep agreed. all of them just because yeah. I don't like. I know Michigan fans are probably in because they are all in a tizzy because I know they expect to be, you know, really good. I, Nebraska fans do too, but yeah, get realistic. Uh, <laughs> but I think Michigan has a real case for it, and like always with coaches, and you know, I'm always like this, Marlon. This is why I always I, I'm always slow to call for somebody's job. Is I never know like what the next. Who the next person? Like, who would be better than Jim Harbaugh? Yeah. There's probably somebody, right? There has to be somebody. But I, I literally, I <laughs> you'd rather be, yeah, you're, you'd rather I know be, who it is. Right. You're, you're, you're comfortable, you're comfortable in the suck that you're in than the unknown that you don't. That describes me to a T, Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> that describes me to a T. Uh, all right. So that, that, I guess that was my wrap up of, of, of Big Ten just to talk. Cause the big, the story of the Big Ten this week was, Mainly Penn State and Michigan, but also I think a little bit Nebraska losing. Uh, Maryland looking crazy good against Penn State, who I don't know, maybe they just let it down because they lost to Ohio State last week. But I, I didn't watch the first part of that game, and they were up like 21, 28 points. When I turned it on, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so it's, everything's backwards. Everything's backwards right now. Uh, Maryland is good because they got to his brother, I guess. Whatever. You got an Indiana team that's undefeated. Who like is now a top ten, top top ten ranking. That's just yep. weird. This whole the whole the whole West is strange because you have an undefeated Indiana. You have an undefeated. No, you have an undefeated, but yeah, you have an undefeated Purdue. You have 
which is oh undefeated Northwestern. That's what I was looking for. Undefeated Northwestern. Yeah. So we're like looking at you're like we're looking at it right now, and it's like, what is what is going, <laughs> what's going on? This is weird. And Wisconsin sitting around not playing games. Um, so yeah, it's just bizarre. It's bizarre land in my in my head right now because I can't wrap I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, we're living in a world where Indiana is a top ten team, which yeah. is extremely strange. I'm surprised Maryland isn't ranked, although I guess they lost to Northwestern, who is they ranked lost at pretty bad too. Yeah, so <clears throat> I guess I, I when I before the rankings came out, I was going to do this bizarre world where Indiana was a top ten and Maryland was ranked. I, I guess I expect them to be ranked, but I'm sure they're you know just not as good a football team as Louisiana is at, at sitting at twenty five. So um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's very strange. Northwestern at at three and zero, I think makes a little bit of sense. They. Beat Maryland, who, uh, you know, again, a top 25 team, maybe. Iowa, Nebraska. Um, it seems like they're the – Wisconsin's not playing. So I want to be like, oh, they're the biggest challenger, Wisconsin, to win the the Big Ten West. But what is I, – I don't, I don't even know how to fit Wisconsin into this narrative anymore with them not playing the last two games. Yeah, so, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, and then, like, you talk about Penn State, Penn State, Michigan – all look like garbage, like complete garbage. Um, don't know what's going on. No idea what's going on here. Very strange. I, I I just can't believe the Michigan result. I expected them to bounce back after Michigan State, and they just they just didn't. So upside, it's topsy turvy, as topsy-turvy. they say. Yep. In the Big Ten, uh, Wisconsin still undefeated though. One and zero. We dropped a couple right. rankings. Marlowe, we're all the way down to fourteenth, I think. So okay, I like that. You know, I'm like, oh, that's kind, of, that's kind of the area. They're forgetting. They're forgetting already. Yeah, uh, exactly. Looking, looking ahead to next week, Marlo, uh, really, I mean, the primetime game is the ABC game. It's the night game, so that means it has to happen, right? Right. It's going to be Wisconsin versus Michigan, one and two Wolverines. Um, I All of a sudden, I'm going to say this. I feel very good about this game. <laughs> <laughs> that was really hard for you. I just watched you. Michigan play two really bad games. Yes. And feel like Wisconsin should win. <laughs> they should. I I I I am feeling you cuz I'm you know, I, I don't know, I forget the stats are. We haven't won at Michigan. I know it's different, but we haven't won at Michigan in forever. Um yeah. this this kind of way it's but yeah, watching Michigan the last couple of weeks it's like I think I watched them against Minnesota week 1. I was like, okay, they seem pretty decent. Then we realized Minnesota is not that good. Did we realize what she get is not that good either. Um, so it's like, oh yeah, we haven't we haven't won. But on the flip side, if I want to play devil's advocate, we have we yeah. just started practicing. Yep, just started practicing yesterday or today. I can't remember which one, but just started practicing. Still don't understand what is going on. I don't know who's the quarterback. Um, there's a lot of unknowns. But to the point, it's not like we're going up against this juggernaut where we have to be at our full strength. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. The depth <clears throat> could be an issue or where it's still unclear how who's sitting out and how many people will be sitting out from my first understandings of the big 10 protocols. Graham Mertz could play, but he can't practice or something. Uh, by the way, speaking of not being able to play, uh, it was really weird seeing Trevor Lawrence on the sidelines. Oh yeah. Like, didn't you talk about that? Like coaching up his, 
the players. I mean, he had a mask on, right? But still, he's within the protocol. He's still within 10 days, isn't he, of of being positive. That was really strange. Yeah, it wasn't good optics, um, especially if it was away, too. So that means he traveled. Um, yeah. Yeah, the team, and yeah, he was with there. At least he had it in 95. Uh, but it seemed, yeah, it seemed weird that he, if he wasn't, even though if he wasn't going to play, that he was going to sit there on the sideline because of being in the protocol. Just didn't seem. But he's like in the huddles and stuff. I mean, he was in. Oh, yeah, I know. He was involved. Like a coach out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good optics, though. He has fantastic hair. True. And we've been talking about that for since this podcast well, was in, I'm accepted. you know noticing a little bit more as I'm growing out my my uh pandemic hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit more sensitive to it. So that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so there is some some depth questions. <laughs> we'll see who's missing from the game. Uh, I I they're going to release a depth chart. It's going to be the same depth chart as day 1. Yes. <laughs> so we won't I don't Paul think Chris, Paul Chris is is Belichick when it comes to depth charts. Yeah. So that that will look the same I I anticipate. Uh I think I saw we were down to 14 cases or something. Uh down from 21. So uh very very uh, that's the way I remembered it and I don't know if that's just cuz it's football so I remember it in uh multiples of 7. <laughs> 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 but but that's how I did remember it. Uh so it sounds like Kind of the protocol will get in line to, uh, or the numbers will get in line to allow us to play. We'll see. Uh, I'd expect a win, as I said, but you know maybe with lack of practice or you know lack of you know, depth or, or, or people having to sit out, we might <clears throat> might be a more challenging game than I'm thinking of in my head. Elsewhere around college football, Marlowe. Hold on. What does oh, that sorry. tweet? What does this tweet mean? What is this tweet? So this tweet. So the tweet. <laughs> someone's someone's creeping on Grammar's. Uh, inst- no, nope, not Instagram. Uh, Snapchat. And it's just a picture from Instagram, Snapchat, of they would say they have like a countdown clock, like TV with a clock to the next game. So it's oh, the next yeah, game to beat yep. Michigan. And it's from Graham Mertz. He's back to work. He's back to work. He's back to work. So he's playing. Yeah, he's playing. <laughs> he's playing. He's so. playing. That'll, that that will be nice because um, he looked really good. Um, all right. Yeah, I saw that, and it was it was a very cryptic thing. And they're like, "He's back," and I was like, "What? <laughs> what am I even looking at here?" And it took me a little while to to figure it out. Um. All right. Excellent. Other other college football. It looks like Marlowe, At first look, I mm-hmm. must say, mm-hmm. not the best lineup. There is no ranked on ranked matchup. Uh, although we do have football Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So yeah. So you have football on your TV at, literally every night this week uh, with the So NFL much action. So much action. Early wheat action. Yeah, some sweet, sweet action going on. Uh, so, Marlo, let's, let's look ahead. Again, no ver- rank versus rank. Nothing, I, nothing pops off the page to me as kind of a game of the week thing. So let's look at some storylines that might pop out. Of this week, although again, I'm not expecting too much. <laughs> so what do you what do you see out there? Um, well, game of the week, dude. You're totally mess- you're totally passing up. Game of the no, week I, is obviously no, Penn I'm State, Notre. I mean Nebraska. Come on now. <laughs> All right, it's gonna be. It's not even the big like, noon game. It's the noon game on FS1, which we all watch. Which we all yeah, watch, of course. Um, ish. Who would have thought we would have been here? 
it, the, the, I don't know, whatever, whenever they came up with this schedule to punish Nebraska for going against the Big Ten, <laughs> throwing Ohio State and Penn State on, you circled this and you're like, that's going to be two teams looking for their first win. Yeesh. Game of the week. Game of the week, at least if you're a Wisconsin fan and you just want to laugh at both of these teams, <laughs> uh, it will be a game of the week. Um, and maybe it's a loser leaves town. Like one of the coaches, yeah. like our, our, we were talking about earlier, yes. uh, one of these coaches just gets fired after the game. <laughs> and the other gets an extension. How crazy would that be? <laughs> yes. Loser leaves town. Our, our game comes to life. Our Art imitates life. You just have like a, in the middle above the – I guess you can't have a middle because it's not a dome, but there's a ladder and there's a contract at the top of it. And the winner gets to go up, climb the ladder, and sign their extension. <laughs> after they win the game, like they're cutting down the nets or whatever. I don't know. That'd be fun. Let's yeah. do that. Let's do that. Let's talk to uh, the head of the Big Ten. <laughs> I, already, I forgot his name. Um, all right, that's an interesting one. I <clears throat> Part of me is holding out for a Notre Dame letdown game against Boston College. Not holding out too much hope, but Boston College seems like they are an okay-ish football team. Oh, they were they had a lead against Clemson, a Trevor Lawrence list, list Clemson, right? Yep. Uh, that they squandered, but nonetheless they had that lead. Uh, so may, maybe that's there. Um, my other one, I don't have another one. You go. Your turn. <laughs> what else do you see? <laughs> Um, I was going to try to talk LSU Alabama, and then I was like, "No." Well, that was yeah. That was going to be like uh, I don't think we thought this would well. be good, but it's not game. Um, yes. Yeah, that that's the pre preseason schedule <laughs> preseason schedule uh, circle game that no one, that got erased. Yeah, um, LSU sitting at uh, two and three. Uh, just looked really bad against Auburn this week. Not not good. We got the uh, okay Ohio State Maryland. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fully expect Ohio State to win, but can Maryland give them a game? Ohio State, 25-point favorites. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying freaky things are happening. Yes, freaky things are happening. Uh, I mean, from your lips to God's ears, let that happen. Uh, that would be that would be fantastic. Um. Again, I missed the first three touchdowns of Maryland-Penn State because I just thought that wasn't going to be close based on what I saw from Maryland uh, against Northwestern. I guess I should have got ahead a little hope from Minnesota. So I guess the hope is Maryland can make it a track meet and um, just score points with Ohio State. That seems seems unlikely because their defense seems bad. Maryland's does. All right, we'll we'll hold out hope for that. We'll hold out hope for that, Marlo. Um, yeah. Um, uh, that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm not I'm literally not looking forward to any other. I'm going to talk myself into all these games. Oh yeah, you're uh, going to be up. You're going to be sitting around watching Oregon State, Washington. It tips off at 10 p.m. for your Pac-12 Pac-12 after dark. And you'd be like, what a, what a, what a week of football. Washington's game was canceled this week, right? There was two Pac-12 games canceled. Uh, yeah. Which, it seems like they're handling at least the canceling of games more strict than the Big Ten is. Yeah. As, but, I don't know what their protocols are for players coming back, so we'll see. So, and it, it'll be an interesting weekend, Marlo. I'm sure there will be some games that end up being intriguing, but looking at it on paper, 
there we go. That's how we came up with t- already t- trying to talk ourselves into that. <laughs> Anything else, college football, before we move on? Anybody else's hair you want to talk about? Uh, no. We didn't no. We didn't talk about how the Pac-12 was back and USC's oh, yeah. back. USC's back. USC's back. Uh, I think the two Pac-12 games I paid attention to were close. Yeah. So that was not good, I don't think. <laughs> but they were close. Uh, USC won... Uh, where are they on this one? To beat Arizona By State. By one, right? They beat Arizona State. They're Arizona State. They scored two teams. touchdowns in the last three minutes. Oh, so, one. so back. So, so back. Before you know it, Snoop Dogg's going to be on the sidelines. Oregon was the other one. Oregon, Stanford. That was close for a quarter. In <laughs> uh, Des Bryant says, uh, put Oregon's quarterback in one of the wide receivers on your radar, Marlo. So I don't know if you saw that. Oh, but no. uh, they should they should be on your radar if they're okay. not already if they're not already on the radar officially like, on the radar. Thanks, Des. Sixty percent sure that was Des Bryant who said that. So <laughs> thanks, Des. So on your radar. There we go. Pac-12, Marlo, on our radar. Uh, their games next week are to be determined, so that makes me a little nervous. <laughs> the times for the USC game and the Oregon game are both TBD. I'm hoping that's just like, do we really want to play at nine o'clock in the morning our time? Yeah, I was like, was that a good idea? Was was that fun? Did we like that? <laughs> uh, I hope that's what they're thinking, as opposed to like if they are actually thinking these games won't be played. But I see TBD on the schedule in you know this this college football season, and I get a little nervous. But <clears throat> there we go. Uh, out of the teams that are ranked that shouldn't be ranked, Marlowe, Coastal Carolina, Marshall, Louisiana, who you got losing? Um, I don't even know who any of them are playing. Oh, I'm in Liberty. Be- well, Liberty beat Virginia Tech, so they probably deserve to be ranked. Okay, fine. Does, does it really matter who they're playing? Okay, I'll tell you. No. Who you say Marshall? I'm going with Marshall. Marshall's playing Middle Tennessee. Yeah, Marshall's going to lose. They have a 96% chance to win, according to ESPN. Whatever. They're all probably going to win and still be ranked. Whatever. It's stupid that they're ranked. <laughs> all right. Anything else got on football, <laughs> No, nah, we can move on. Okay. Excellent. On to the pros, Marla. We'll start with, I guess, what happened most recently, and we'll start with your Chicago Bears losing 24-17 to the Titans of Tennessee. Here we are, Casey. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, we're at that point. Um, we're, it's here. The offense doesn't work. It's just it's it's embarrassing, and it sucks because we're wasting a pretty damn good defense again mm-hmm. with a with a just a non functioning. Yeah, this is non functioning. Just a non functioning offense. Had uh, steads here. Just can't get up. I mean, can't can't convert on third downs. I think third down or two for fifteen. Two for fifteen on third downs. Uh, throughout this, but I feel like if I would have said, I love this game, watching like looking at the box scores and being like, keeping Derrick Henry to 68 yards, mm-hmm. Tannehill 158 yards, and you still end up losing 24 17, like it, that doesn't compute in the, in the NFL today. Doesn't make any sense. They gave up two big plays to, um, to AJ Brown and Jonah Smith, were, yep, right? Those two, uh, two. Two big long pass plays. That was yeah, really I it for Tannehill. Yeah, yeah. Those were really it for Tannehill. Uh, those two plays, you know, 
keeping Derrick Henry to 3.2 yards average, like I think any team in the league would, would call that a good day, a freaking fantastic day. But yeah, there, there, there doesn't the matter when defensive you're defensive touchdown. What's that? You gave up the defensive touchdown. Yeah, that's that's usually the thing that goes. The Bears win this game when that goes their way, right? Yeah, and that's normally so how recipe for winning. Yeah, recipe for disaster. So yeah, I don't know, I don't know what we do. And yeah, did you, I've read that uh, Mitch is hurt. He got in one that one play. He did get in last week here himself. So can't even go to that. I saw he avoided shoulder surgery. Yeah, uh, and. I, my first thought was, what did he even do? I didn't realize it was on that one play. On that one play. Yep. On that one play, he, he hurt himself. He got hurt. Wow. So so it's all coming off. The wheels are flying off. I, if I was Nagy, I'd be sweating. I'd be sweating so hard right now because um, it's not looking good. And we're getting that conversation started. And I don't Again, I'm not on that train, I, but I hear it. I hear the whispers. I hear it. Yeah. Hear the fans calling. Hear the train is coming. The train, the train's coming. I mean, the thing is, like, there's no offensive line, and then, yeah, it's a chicken or egg, whatever it is. No offensive line. It's hard to run. It's hard to run offense with no offensive line. But you're like, the play calling isn't going to any like isn't trying to play to the other strengths that you might have. <laughs> you know, yeah. like when you we keep running, keep running halfback dives into a line that we know we can't go. Like it's just not. That's not going to work. I know you need to run, but it needs to be more creative than that. It needs to be more creative than that, and that's the bottom Easy. line. And now that it means you need Cordell per- Patterson to get the ball. That's, <laughs> yeah, they made it. Yeah, they made an effort. Okay, that's his. No, that's his big. Like I'm going to do something creative. I'm going to get Cordell I mean, Patterson the ball. Cordell Patterson in like, the backfield. Guess what's going to happen? It's not. It's yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, okay, I think you. I think you hit the nail on the head with the offensive line being the issue, and this goes back. I, th- I think the big <clears throat> they brushed this under the under the table or whatever. But Nick Foles a couple of weeks ago said like Matt Nagy calls plays that we can't run because <laughs> I don't have time back there, and it doesn't seem like anything changed because the first half or three quarters of this game was just Nick Foles trying to throw off of his back foot. Yeah, yeah, and. He's not the type of quarterback who can do that. Uh, you know, he's good at some things, and he got hot a little bit late, but that was more so because Titans, I think, want to prevent defense more so than uh, the Bears really figuring anything out, as Greg Jennings tried to tell me. Um, <laughs> Greg Jennings is so, not good up there. He needs to get off my games. Fun. They he's in every game. I feel yeah. like uh, he, he's doing. Uh, they did a thing where he's like, "Oh, remember when Greg Jennings played in Miami with Tannehill?" <laughs> I was like, "No, no, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't remember that at all." And like, are you, uh, did he have a cup of tea there? I, I honestly don't know why I would remember that, but I, I definitely did not. Um, yeah, the, so the defense was was pretty good. Gave up those deep the deep ball. I, I'm just thinking back to the. The deep ball to AJ Brown, that was just a, a amazing throw, an amazing catch, and I don't know what the hell else you could do on that specific play. But the defense, like you said, was good. They seem it seemed like that screen the weird thing is like so they do like the screen plays, they do the these draws, and they do these things to try and take pressure off of the offensive line, but none of them work either. Yeah. And I don't I, I don't this is where like I guess my football knowledge kind of fails. It's like I don't get why. Like it just seemed like Tennessee was able to rush six, seven players or have six, seven, eight players in the box, essentially, 
on every play because they were either getting pressure or they were sniffing out whatever else Chicago was trying to do. And there wasn't anything else that Chicago did maybe late. But again, I'm not totally counting that because it was 24-0 to at some point that Matt Nagy or the Bears offense is able to figure out. Well, yeah. I, so I don't, I don't know what the answer is. Oh. Well, the thing aside, is, we never. Aside from get a new offensive line. Yeah, yes, get a new offensive line. Step one, get a new offensive line. Step two, everyone else gets to go too. Um, I, yeah, no, I don't know what to do, but I think I, I look at it and it's more the offensive calling. It just doesn't seem dynamic enough. Doesn't seem. It just seems very predictable. Um, mm-hmm. And if I, I feel like if I'm seeing that, then of course, you know, these defensive coordinators yeah. are able to key up on it. And that's and that's another. I mean, offensive line it is too, but it doesn't help when your offense doesn't help your offensive line when they're able to key up those blitzes because they like they know exactly what's going to happen. Um, right. So I don't know. That's it. it. It's it's over. We'll be we'll be lucky if we finish five hundred. Might as well just get rid of the rest of the season now. The highlight, at least of the first half, was the punter. Oh yeah, they were killing it. They were amazing. Uh, I don't know either of their names. I don't remember them, but the punting was really good. And I think that's I, – I don't want to give it too much credit and be like, it's a field position battle. But, like, if those punters aren't that good, it's there's probably 10 to 14 more points in the game. <laughs> Honest, like, because I, I bet uh, Chicago, you know, one of those drives, instead of being, you know, a first down and then the next one it's three and out, that's a, that's a field goal. You know, right, in, right. in Tennessee maybe you get a little bit more and you get – um, you flip the field a little bit. The on it feels really stupid. I I sent this to you as a joke because the game was really boring, but the punting was really good, <laughs> and I I think it was just because there was a lot of punts. Oh boy! And so that was the highlight of the first half. Hilarious. Um, all right. Anything else in the Bears' moral? No, that's it. Five and four. Five and four. That's all, that's it. We, we reached the high. We reached the high point. Second place in the division. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. If season ends today, you'd be in the playoffs. <laughs> is that graphic? That graphic hasn't come up yet. We're in November. I feel like I haven't seen it yet. In the hunt. I think we're still trying to figure it out because there's more playoff teams, so there's too many teams in, uh, in the hunt. Okay, so we have to we got to wait a little longer. Yeah. I feel like by now we're yeah, starting be, to see it. it. It'd be a little too busy of a graphic. Okay. Especially the NFC because you got the NFC East just thrown it off because all those teams are technically still in it. So. <laughs> Like there's very few teams that aren't in the hunt in the NFC, so it'd be it'd still be I think every team. Got it. All right. Well, I'm excited for the, the Jets game. are out. The Jets are out. They're probably <laughs> I mean they're in the FC obviously, but I think they're the only <laughs> the only team that's out. Because uh, and uh, I'm trying to. Th- uh, who's bad in the South? I can't think. Carolina? No, Carolina's still... Everybody in the NFC, I think, is still technically alive. So there you go. <laughs> that would be fun, though. In the hunt. Everybody. <laughs> it's the whole thing. Everybody is still still in the hunt. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. NFC standings. We're going to look it up. Live research on the pod. Yeah, it's the... Oh, that's the AFC. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was great radio. The Giants are technically... They're only a game and a half... Like, a game and a half back. Everybody else is still in the hunt. There you go. Confirmed. All right. Good stuff. All right. That was Bears. Casey, Packers, Packers played Thursday night. Surprisingly, surprisingly, they played Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, there were some, I guess, questions and doubts going into this, right? Uh, 
I think only well now two Packers players have tested positive. One played in the game, which is crazy. Um, but uh, the rookie running back uh, Dylan tested positive. He was out. A couple players were out because of contact tracing. And the 49ers side, they had a couple players out on the COVID list, um, and they had more players out uh, because of injury. So, do you know how game, bad it was, Casey? Do I know how bad it was for the 49ers? Yeah. They called up Kevin White was was active. Kevin White was active on Thursday. Former Bears legend. Yeah, legend. Called up, called yeah, up Kevin from the White? practice squad. He was getting his reps in. Um, but yeah, that's how bad. I knew, I knew there was like talk about Kevin White, but I honestly had no idea where he came from. He was on, he was on their practice. His squad. other practice squad. Yeah. Did he even play? Good. For no. Him. <laughs> he has zero Did snaps. You- should have just given him a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Should have given him a shot. Uh, so I guess well, Packers won 34-17. Um, I guess, Marlon, with that said, so it was that bad. Kevin White, was on, who was on the practice squad, he was on the roster. Um, I think I heard at one point they had $80 million of cap not playing, uh, the 49ers did. Uh, so do you put an asterisk on this game? Is it an asterisk game? doesn't count. I mean, it counts. But I mean, it like, counts, but yeah, I, I, if it, you can put a feel-good asterisk, like you shouldn't feel good. Like this was, yeah, you know, you're basically playing like you guys are playing your starters against like they're like what it felt like a preseason game type of thing. Um, okay, you know, you know, but you know, you got to play who's put in front of you. I'm, don't get me wrong, but that wasn't a real team. Like the 49ers, that wasn't that was not a real real in a, like a real NFL team. Yeah. 49ers have been snake bit all year, so I I know that this was bad as far as the number of players that they were missing. Um, but this has kind of been their season. Yeah. So um, obviously, this one this pro- this game was probably the worst for them as far as as number of players missing or cap room missing, as I referenced earlier. Um, but I guess I just have to take it and go. Okay, let's move on. But I so <clears throat> the takeaway I'm going to have though, is, well, one, Devontae Adams is really good. And it's really fun watching him play wide receiver. Um, he had something like 10 receptions for 173 yards, two touchdowns, maybe one touchdown, one or two touchdowns. Uh, just a great game. And uh, really just anytime Rodgers needs to make a completion, that's where he goes. And that it's so obvious that I recognize that. <laughs> People are, other teams are trying to stop that and just not that they're always unable to, but that he's able to still convert enough. Uh, so that's really impressive. <clears throat> Not impressive enough to get on Chris Sims' top 10 quarterbacks in the league, but or run, excuse me, top 10 wide receivers in the league, but we don't need to get into that right now. Um, everybody knows Chris Sims is the, you know, the be-all of, of ranking players, so we should all get upset about that. Um, but we didn't, so my takeaway, Marlon, is that we didn't get run over in this game in the way we did in Minnesota, in the way we did in San Francisco last year. I know players were missing, but I still kind of looked at this game and went, yeah, but they're just going to run the ball and they're going to get seven yards of carry and we're going to lose. Like, this is just what happens when we go to San Francisco. This is what happens when we play teams like this. Um, and yeah, they had a backup quarterback and, you know, other players were missing, but that that didn't happen is the main positive I'll take away. That doesn't mean it won't happen again <laughs> in the playoffs or anything. Uh, but we went out to California and we didn't get bullied. Um, and that's a minor takeaway I'm gonna gonna take from this game. Okay. 
doesn't mean it'll happen again, but like, yeah. It didn't. It didn't happen in this, and I was I, even with everything going on, I was still worried about it. So, <laughs> so there we go. I don't. know. That was my low expectations for that game. I guess with everything that was going on, uh, the Packers now six and two. Uh, I guess what is that? A game and a half lead uh, over the Bears uh, in the uh, NFC North. Uh, with the Bears still having your, your bye week ahead of you. So looking ahead to next week. Oh, no, before let's not look ahead to next week. Let's talk about other things that happened. Um, my biggest takeaway of the other games, Marlo, is that I had to sit and watch stupid Pittsburgh and Dallas play instead of watching a really, really entertaining game, or at least what seemed like an entertaining game, of uh, the Cardinals, led by Kyler Murray and uh, Tua of Miami. Uh, that game was 34-31 and looked really fun. I had to watch at one point Mason Rudolph play I already forgot the Cowboys quarterback name. <laughs> Gilbert? I forgot his name, too. He played okay, but like... Well, yeah, I mean, it was surprising. <laughs> they were two two touchdown favorites, Pittsburgh was. And they, yeah, you know, I mean, it was a one-point game until Pittsburgh scored at the end there. Um, and then they almost made the comeback. Yeah, that that throw at the end that, uh, that, that, was, that did not get completed for the end. But, hey, you know, it was a crabby game. But I think uh, you thought it was going to be even worse. Thought Pittsburgh was going to come yeah. in and, and just roll Dallas. They made it. I don't know if you want to call it entertaining, but they made it close to. It was close. Yeah, they made, they made it close. So there's that. Would you rather watch Kyler and Tua? Yeah, absolutely, man. That's why you get the Sunday God, ticket. Can I get the Sunday ticket. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe I have a podcast. I should probably mess. <laughs> um, yeah, that was really. Uh, I really wish I could have seen uh, that. They both looked like they played really well. Um, and really just, <laughs> as opposed to seeing Ben Roethlisberger and, and Gilbert, um, God, that would have just been fun to see. But I, I guess I, that's NFL football, right? It's still, um, do they call it incomplete? That's so bad. Um, the brands of the teams probably still rate better than yeah than the players so like fans like us marlo we we would want to watch arizona miami but most people are probably still tuning in for pittsburgh Dallas, so that makes sense uh elsewhere on the nfl uh marlo i would for your health and safety i would advise that you do not become quarterback for the washington redskins oh i'm sorry washington football, football team. team i haven't done that all year <laughs> God, the Washington football team, uh, because it seems like you will end up getting hurt because another quarterback of theirs was carted off the field today. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, it's not a good look. Um, and the fact that like Dwayne Haskins is just stuck in purgatory somewhere in the basement of the Washington football team dungeon, uh, can't get a field. And Alex Smith gets a chance, had a hell of a game leading a comeback after the injury, which I'm yeah. sure didn't make him feel good. Um, but came up a little short at the end. <sighs> Must be something in that turf, man. Something. DC needs really to weird. fix that shit. Yeah. Well, lots of things need to be fixed at DC. Um, I don't know what that meant. <laughs> They're a bad team. I think is what I what I meant. Is there the turf isn't the only thing that needs to be fixed in in that team because they're they're pretty bad. Uh, other other thing, it, Minnesota with another win uh, is at two in a row now. Yeah. Are they are they figuring it out? Should we be worried that Minnesota's figuring it out? Um, no, it's just it's just going to take a coach to remember that. Hey, 
Kirk Cousins isn't good. So if you make him try to win, then you're probably yeah. gonna beat you're probably gonna beat the Vikings. So don't let Dalvin Cook run for two hundred yards. Yeah. And you might you might win the game. Uh a must performance for him. I mean, this is obviously the blueprint for Minnesota. Uh and Green Bay and Detroit aren't the teams apparently to to stop it. Uh, I think better defenses, I think when uh, your Bears play Minnesota, will have a much better shot at stopping that blueprint and forcing Kirk Cousins to to make plays because I think in this game he either handed the ball off or ran play action, and that was literally the entire game for him. So uh, if he can do that, they're going to win football games because that means that uh, he doesn't have to make plays in <laughs> defenses. So. Yeah. Uh, any, anything else interest you uh, this week in the NFL, Marlon? Uh, no. The Saints are kicking the crap out of Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, uh, it's thirty-one to zero. Baltimore kicked crap out of Indy. Apparently, that was a big game because people were saying that Lamar Jackson might not be able to win the big game. They did that. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know if that's a, a big game. Well, that's what I said. I I looked at, I looked at it and said like. If India is going to be good, they could win this. And then Baltimore reminded me because I was a little worried about after Baltimore losing to Pittsburgh last week. I said, "Well, maybe I'm Baltimore's not the same team they were last year." But they put their foot down and they won this game and showed they're a good team. But they should have beat this Indianapolis team, I think. So I don't know how big of a game it was. Yeah, no, I, 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 no, I'm 100 percent of agreeance. I, I was nagging because that's what the I forget who was calling the game but was saying was saying that it was a big game, um, and then if Jackson and they win, were but, and they were up, they were up most of the game. They were down early, they got a defensive touchdown, and then they, they were they were up. So like, I think the questions still remain <laughs> for Baltimore, but they're a good team. They're a very good team. I don't know. This, although you probably go back to me last week saying that this was the game of the week and that I was really interested. In so, <laughs> I just don't like. Yeah, if Indianapolis is going to be a contender in the AFC, this is a game they needed to win, and I don't think they are. In this game, kind of proved it, and I'm think Baltimore put their foot down as they should. They should have, and I, I guess I'm reassured in Baltimore. Yeah, uh, after this game. Chargers lost another crazy game. Um, uh, Josh Allen's good at football. Josh Allen's pretty good. Yeah, surprised with that one. Um, the Bills beating Seattle. Uh, I think Seattle just got down too much early uh, for their normal flukiness and comebackness and all that to, to kind of hit effect. Um, that was a weird one. I didn't see too much of it. I just expected Seattle to win because they've played, been playing so well. Uh, and do I have to think? Do we have to think Buffalo's good again? Are we back? I on think Buffalo's we gotta go good? back to Buffalo's good again. I mean, they're gonna win the East. I think they're seven and two. They're gonna win the AFC East. So, huh? so. but if they go up against the other good teams, I still don't think. Like if they play Pittsburgh or Baltimore. I guess we're going to say Buffalo's good. Yeah, Buffalo's good. All right. All right. That's it. 
I don't. Was, I still don't feel good. <laughs> it's week nine. <laughs> it's week nine. Sorry, to week ten, Marlo. Uh, my Packers are facing the Jaguars. Jaguars are now, I think, the team we thought they were going to be going into the year. Right? They had a fluky win early in the year against the Colts. They beat the Colts week one, uh, and they've lost seven straight. Right? Yeah, um, nice. They are who we thought they were. look not good. Minshew, Minshew. The mania is done. Mania is over. Oh, it's done. Damn. So he's fine. He's okay. But like, I don't think I don't think Minshew's the problem. I think it's a lack of talent everywhere else on that field. Not that okay. Minshew's not the answer, but he's also he's also not the problem (laughs) for the Jaguars. Uh, I think that they have a lot. uh, They lack a lot of talent all over all over the field. Um, So Packers uh, hosting Jacksonville should be. Got to be circling this as a W uh, for next week. For for sure in my book, as I will confidently claim and then immediately worry that I jinx <laughs> the team as if I have any real real power over that. Let's look at the – we have a 87% chance to win according to FPI, which we all know is, is gospel around our podcast. Um yeah, it looks like a good matchup for Packers. Should win. Um, that's all I really have on it. I don't yeah. Know. Bears have Minnesota Monday night. Yeah. So it's a good spot for Kurt to melt down. Um, it's usually when usually when that stuff happens. Uh, don't have high hopes because I can see Dalvin Cook getting all crazy and making it uh, nightmares for the Bears. But we're back to primetime. I don't know why we got so many primetime games this year. So dumb. You're going to be good. I hate it. Anyways, that's the Bears game. I think you're a little. I mean, I don't. I honestly don't know what's going to happen in this game. But I don't. I think that the. I alluded to this earlier. I think the Bears have the defense to stop Cook. You talked about what they did against Henry uh, today. Cook's a different type of running back, but the defense seems like they are really good at taking away the other team's best thing. And that's all you need to do against Minnesota is take away that run game, take away Dalvin Cook, and it's just they're not they're not the same team. Um, Minnesota's defense has been much better lately, better than I they were the first couple of weeks. Um, if you can just get anything out of your offense, yeah, well, that's very challenging. I think you can win this very one. Very challenging. It's a very tall order, Casey. Get anything out of the yeah. offense. Get anything out of the offense. That's all. I, that's all I ask. Um, I think no. I guess I want Minnesota to win. I don't know. I don't either. These teams to win. So, all right. Uh, elsewhere, <laughs> next week, uh, b- big matchup Thursday night. Colts again. Uh, although I think they're now more than a game back, but uh, battle of the AFC South, the best two teams in the AFC South, the Colts, Titans again. I guess both these teams get a chance to prove to me if they're good or not, as if that's what they're playing for. Um, I just. I think Tennessee is good. I think the Colts are okay. That's my read on this game. Okay. Do you think after watching Tennessee today that they're a good team? Um, no. Uh, no. Tannehill's <laughs> not good. Like, they're not. I mean, they're finding a way to win. I think we talked. I think we alluded to this last week. They're finding a way to win, but um, I don't know. I, I don't think they're a good team. In Indy is a streaky team. Right, it's it's, yeah. it's typical. It's, it's a typical Phil Rivers team. Um, if Phil 
is on, he's doing it, and, you know, he's not yapping it up and saying, oh, shucks, and darn it, while throwing interceptions. Yeah. They're cool. They're good. But if it's not, if it's not, and he has to be yelling at his own own players, then it's uh, it, it's down. So I think it, it's kind of like which teams will show up, right, especially on the indie side, What this when uh, who's going to be come out in this game. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good point. Um, elsewhere, uh, we got, I guess, Battle of Young Quarterbacks. You're Josh Allen against Kyler Murray, Buffalo, Arizona. Uh, probably the best matchup, Seattle versus the Rams? Yeah, yeah is it a must win? Is it a must win for Seattle? They're on a skid right now. It's still probably more of a must a must win for the. It's a. It would be a statement win for Seattle to get back on track. I think uh, the Rams. I think need it more for the standings. I think Seattle's still in first place, aren't they? Yeah. Hold on, I got the standings. Yeah, they're still in first place. So I don't think it's a must win. Oh, Rams are five and three. I thought they were five and four. Okay, they had one last loss. I guess they had a bye week. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that will be an interesting one. I. I don't know. Now am I just thinking Seattle was lucky to win a couple of these games? So now I was going to think, I don't know. I'm doubting everything I know about football. <laughs> Philadelphia, New York, that's going to be a great one, right? Yeah, that's super odd. Circle that one on the calendar. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Uh, oh, the this- other announcer thing today during uh, the Bears game, uh, Nick Foles, I don't know if he rolled out. He ran for like two yards. Yeah. And they're like, you know, you got – Nick Foles in there. You don't got Daniel Jones or Mitchell Trubisky. And I was like, those are your two running quarterbacks you go <laughs> yeah, to? Yeah, I don't know why Greg Jennings picked up Daniel Jones. <laughs> I know he had the one, yeah. right? That seven-yard run where he fell over himself. Yeah. But I was just like, okay, that's what the two you go for. Oh, we don't have any better running quarterbacks in this league. Absolutely hilarious. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I thought that reminded me of that, but okay. Uh, and then the uh, I guess we didn't talk about the Sunday night game. Sunday night game is Baltimore New England. I think this is a schedule. This looks really good game at the beginning of the year. I don't think it looks too good right now. Nope, does not. Uh, I mean, we'll see New England on Monday, but things are not going well there. And it could be it could be a nice little little Sunday night bloodbath as we record. Yeah, maybe a little bit like the one that's happening tonight. But, uh, yeah, I mean, New England's going to beat the Jets. So <laughs> they'll, they'll have a win. Yeah. But I don't think it'll tell us anything about how good um, New England is. And as we talked about earlier, I think Baltimore's kind of reasserted themselves, in my mind, as a good football team. Uh, and I don't think New England's going to beat good football teams this season. That's next week. Anything else jumping out next week for you? No, nothing jumping out next week on the NFL side. But you know what else? Is, you know what is jumping out at me, Casey? What's that, that we are getting to America's favorite segment, Casey's Corner Kick. You know, Marlo, we are here in America's favorite favorite segment, and I feel like I let everybody down last week. I was just not focused <laughs> on soccer, and I totally punted <laughs> on this on this segment last week, and it's. Unfortunate because the best matchup in the Premier League was this week, Liverpool-Manchester City. They played today. I didn't let you or anybody else know, and I feel terrible for that. Uh, The last three champions, I think, um, I think City won twice and Liverpool won once, um, 
so I feel bad. I let everybody down. Uh, and now we're going to an international break, so I don't really have anything to look forward to next week. You'll have some um, international games, some some national competition, which is fun, uh, whatever. But uh, the game of the week uh, and the best matchup in the Premier League, Liverpool-Manchester City was today. Um, it was a really, really entertaining first half. Liverpool scoring on a uh, penalty kick. Um, Serimane getting very lightly brought down in the box. Probably was a penalty, but it was very light uh, with Mohamed Salah converting um, and Manchester City scoring through the run of play in the 31st minute. And then I think the moment of the match was uh, De Bruyne getting a penalty kick. He missed a penalty kick just a little bit to the left. He normally doesn't miss those. Did luckily on a, I don't know, iffy handball uh, there. But the the first half was really great. It was really back and forth. And then like the first five to ten minutes of the second half were the same. But then the game really bogged down and tightened up and tensed up. And I don't know if it was fatigue. I don't know if it was just kind of the the pressure of the game or the, the, the stakes of the game kind of rising up. But then it just wasn't a really entertaining end to the game. Both teams kind of played a little bit back. They kicked the ball around a little bit more instead of attacking. So the game kind of like petered out towards the end. There were still a few chances, but the first half was just back and forth and just great, great soccer. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get that for the full 90 minutes. And a draw seems fair. Um, I I think my Liverpool eyes had me thinking Liverpool is a little bit of a more favorite team, but Manchester City did have the one goal from the run of play and miss a penalty, so maybe they were more likely to win uh, this than Liverpool was. But a great matchup. Uh, anytime these two teams play is a great sight to see. Um, and we got we got that today, and I'm, I apologize for not letting you or our fellow fans know about that uh, in advance, Marlo. So that's that's on me. Um, and I'll, I'll promise to do better. Better. Not this week because there's not anything really happening. Go watch the international games. They're always fun, but um, nothing really more to dive to dive into. That's All right. It. That's, That's it for the core kick. So to our last segment of the day, we got our throw-ins, Casey. Yeah. Yeah, a couple throw-ins. We'll start with the first two in baseball, Marlo. Uh, baseball doesn't care about cheating. Um, I think we knew this. We talked about when the Astros cheating punishments got handed out. Um, the real punishment would be how long it took for... Uh, the GM, maybe the GM hasn't gotten hired yet, but uh, the manager to get hired, he got hired almost immediately. <laughs> so he's right back to work. He's working for the Tigers. So, you know, it, I guess it's not the best job, but it's a job. Um, Hinch, I think. And Alex Cora is back as manager of the Red Sox. So they fired him for a year and you rehired him. So they obviously didn't care about any of his wrongdoing. So baseball doesn't care about cheating. They just look the other way and hire everybody back. <laughs> I expected it, so I'm not too upset, but it's still kind of frustrating. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. You're a baseball purist. Um, I get that. I'm not a baseball purist. I just uh... want people to be punished for wrongdoings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, it does. Like... I don't like. I'm not a baseball purist. Like, I think like the steroid people should be in the Hall of Fame. Like Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame, but like, we should acknowledge <laughs> that he. I don't know. Maybe that's hypocritical. Maybe I should 
I want the cheaters to not have jobs, <laughs> but I'm okay if steroids people get in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to think too much about my hypocrisy on this. I'm just going to move on. All right. Other managerial news. I don't. Did we talk about this? We last did week, talk Carl? about last week. Okay. I'm sorry. My bad. Um, we won't talk about it then. Uh, next thing. The Masters is is this week, Marlo. Oh. So if the college football is boring or. Um, you know, Sunday, your team's not playing until Monday like yours, Marlo, and you just want to relax. We'll have the Masters this week. It's Masters week. Uh, for most things that have been rescheduled and moved around, I haven't been excited for, but I'm pretty Is Nance going to do, is he going to be able to do the Nationals, the, uh, Masters on Sunday? Is, oh, I don't know. Dude, you can't have the you can't have the Masters on Nance, right? Does he get a pick? I think he would rather do the Masters. All right. If he had Does choice. that mean we get Jim and Tony for the Masters? Tony doing the Masters, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Maybe they can do well, both. Hey, I don't know. Enough. Just remotely, remotely do it. Why not? Um, Take I think Tiger of the Field. It's my favorite game when he was good. Yeah. I mean, take the field. Now, yeah, but. Uh, I mean, they're going to air. He has to be doing the Masters. They're going to air the Masters, right? They're not going to have a late football game. Oh, right? yeah. I guess you're right. I think about that. So the late football game will be on Fox. Get Joe and Troy in that. That'll be great. I mean, they have they have to air the Masters on CBS. That's that'll be they'll play, they'll air that over the late football game. Yeah, yeah. It's like they do tennis. Verify this. Yeah, there's no there's uh uh. They have two three o'clock CBS games next week. Mm, well, we'll see. Got to be Jim. If, it's got to be the Masters. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, that's those were my last. Things, you yeah, those? last not least, you know, Casey. NBA is going to be back. It's going to be back very soon. It looks yeah. like uh, the league and the players have reached agreement to have the season start December twenty third, seventy two game season. Um, which is a lot in a shorter amount of time, but I think I'm gonna like it. Um, I was just—I think I was telling you before. Like, like my favorite season was that lockout season where they or they came back on Christmas Day. Uh, just a lot of action, a lot of action packed in. Plus, we got to wait to Christmas, so like I was all in from day one yeah. because. Obviously, day one wasn't in October. Exactly, day one was October, like the <laughs> middle of like all football. So. This will be good. Um, short short season. I didn't read the details, but maybe you know a little more. I think are they going back to the bubble? I, I think they are. I don't think they're doing a the bubble. They're uh, they're talking about kind of changing travel. Okay. So, um, like, I don't. I just heard kind of rumors. I don't know if this is uh, a confirmed um, plan. But like, so if you play Denver twice, you might just play Denver twice in Denver or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that. Like they might do things like that and move the travel around, move the games around, so that there's less travel. Uh, but I don't, I don't think they're going to do a bubble for all for all the teams um, and make it less. I mean, less travel, right? For a shortened season would be a condensed season would be good, um, but um, also just kind of getting the games out of the way so you don't have to go to Denver twice or whatever. Yeah, got it. 
Well, we'll find out more in the weeks to come, but that is pretty soon. That's not too far yeah, away. It is pretty soon um, because my wife keeps talking about how close Christmas is. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, it's 70 degrees. I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's like seven weeks. It's like, okay. Sure. <laughs> it's not close till I get my advent calendar. <laughs> it's right. Eat the, the little crappy chocolates yep. in there. That's when it's close. So then we now we'll have a NBA. We'll start two days earlier, three days earlier, and we'll have an NBA advent calendar as well. Nice. To count down the days. Then I get two pieces of chocolate <laughs> 20, for 23 days. <laughs> all right. Any other throw ins, Casey? This is all I got. All right. So, oh, there was a horse race, the Breeders' Cup. Oh, that's uh, right. Uh, the one who won the Kentucky Derby won. I forgot the name. <laughs> all right. That's. Uh, I'm kind of out on horse racing. It's your fast action reporting right there. Well, it doesn't matter. Like if Authentic. Authentic was the name. Authentic. Okay. There you go. Well, yeah. If they don't win the Belmonts, I'm out. It doesn't matter. Like, you got a triple crown or bust. Triple crown or whatever. Yeah. So, cool. Go horsies. All right, Casey. That is it for me. As always, you can find me on Twitter at MarloJR. Casey is at ProfBadgerFan. The podcast at 132Breeze. Casey, do you have any last words for him? Well, as always, fellow fans, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports.